This is what you need, landlord, and stilettos All about empowerment and rising to another level uh, Women represented, now it's time to get it Show them you a boss with financial independence Michelle McAllister, now it's time to tell them Women do it better, this is landlord and stilettos Entrepreneurship, but on another level And through real estate, this is landlord and stilettos hey. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another podcast episode. It's your girl, Michelle McAllister, creator and founder of the Landlord and Stilettos community. And I'm so excited to be here with you all today because today's episode, I guess I'm going to be, how do I say, peeling back the onion on myself, which is never fun. Um, (laughs) sharing things that are very personal that people probably would like to keep to themselves, um, for fear of judgment or criticism. But if I'm going to be on this journey of self-exploration and transparency and sharing with you all, you know, I can't just always talk about the good. I think it's important to also share sides of us that we struggle with especially as entrepreneurs, um, business owners, nine to fivers, everybody's going through something and it's very easy to log on to social media and get the impression that everybody is, you know, living this great life and many people are, but um, we're all struggling. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be sharing with you some of my biggest insecurities and what I do to overcome them. Um, Some of them I have completely overcome. Some of them are still a work in progress. And so maybe you will see yourself in some of the things that I talk about today. Um, And maybe you have your own set of insecurities and baggage that you are working on and trying to overcome so you can be the best version of yourself. So I know normally my podcast episodes are like super upbeat and I'm like super energetic and passionate and cheerleader go rah-rah. And you definitely will get a little bit of that today, but um, my mood is that more of I'm in a very, I would say, introspective space in looking at my life and looking at my decisions um, and being really honest with myself about where I need to improve. So with that being said, I want to jump right in. And I have a list of them here, so I may not be able to get through all of them, but I'm definitely going to touch on the ones that I think are probably the most significant um, and have been difficult for me to try to work through. So I would say the biggest area of self-improvement for myself that I've had to work on has been like, without a doubt, self-sabotage. So I am the type of person that I self-sabotage myself and have self-sabotaged myself in the past. Um, There have been plenty of times where opportunities have presented themselves that I should have gone after or was asked to go after. And for whatever reason, I will find a way to like not make it work in my favor. Um, An example would be um, when I started this Instagram account with Landlord and Stilettos, I literally, when I got to like, I want to say 5K 
followers, which I hate to say followers because it's just, I don't look at my community as followers. I feel like they're like supporters. Um, but, you know, if we're going to stick to Instagram terminology followers, um, it really scared me because I thought like, oh shit, like they're listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> and I was just like, oh boy, uh, what do I do now? Like they're tuning in and they have questions and they want information and they're curious. And there was a part of me that at that point wanted to just like run away. Um, and I think that that, that like self-sabotage coupled with imposter syndrome, which I know a lot of people suffer from, imposter syndrome. And I don't know like the clinical definition of what imposter syndrome is, but essentially it's, you know, you could be a person with all of the experience and credentials and education and expertise in the world, and you still don't feel like you're qualified um, to teach people. Actually, I just pulled it up right now. And so this is the exact definition of imposter syndrome, according to hbr.org. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. And so my self-sabotage coupled with the imposter syndrome, as you can imagine, um, sometimes it can be extraordinarily difficult for me to push through that to you know, do the job that I've been tasked to do on this earth. And so the next question you might have is, well, Michelle, how are you able to push through that? And so there are a couple of things that I do. First and foremost, obviously, like I pray a lot and I understand now what my mission here is, at least as it relates to this chapter of my life that I'm in now. And I do believe that I am here to help inspire people to look outside of themselves and to find their gifts and their talents and to monetize them and to help people realize that even if you love your job, um, that you need to be less reliant on your job. And so my focus and my mission is to help people create multiple streams of income through digital and physical real estate that is my niche. And so when I constantly remind myself of my purpose and why I am here, it helps me overcome the need to self-sabotage and it helps me overcome the horrible feeling of feeling like you are like some sort of imposter syndrome. So that certainly helps with that. Another thing that helps with that, quite honestly, is just continuing to push forward. I have found in the past that when self-sabotage won over me, it's because I quit. Like I literally quit. I give up. I would give up. I would walk away or I would procrastinate. And so the minute you find yourself in that mode of procrastinating and wanting to give up and wanting to walk away because you want to self-sabotage your shit, like you got to check yourself in that moment and you have to keep going. You must keep going and you cannot give up. 
Um, and so I would say those are like the first two. Those are some big areas that I've needed to work on. Um, another area for me, which is totally unrelated and very personal for me to talk about, I don't like to talk about it, but um, in being honest with you about my journey, um, in the beginning, I was very insecure about you know, obviously being a single mom, an unwed woman. Um, you know, our society loves to place labels on, you know, women who have children, um, who don't come from the traditional standard type of family um, that America projects on us. And so you get titled a baby mama or whatever it is. Um, and it's meant to minimize you. It's meant to take away your power and devalue you as a human being. And I would say in the beginning that worked for me because I felt like, well, who am I to offer advice or to help people? And I don't have like this perfect fairy tale story to share with people. But then I'm always reminded of that beautiful saying that your mess becomes your message. And I actually don't think that you know, my marital status is my mess. It is what it is. I'm a mom. I have a daughter. I take wonderful care of her and we lead a very wonderful life. And so I actually think now in retrospect, my story is actually inspiring because there are other women out there just like me and they want to do a lot of the things that I'm able to accomplish and I can help them. They can look up to me. They can be inspired. And even for women who are in relationships or who are married, it really doesn't matter what someone's marital status is. It's what's their journey? What's their heart? What have they learned? And what can you potentially learn from them? So I was actually able to overcome that. And every now and then, it's so funny, like I'll get a troll. I'll get like an internet troll that'll come on my Instagram page and They'll say like, oh, you know, you're just a single mom or oh, you're just a baby mama. And it's laughable to me because I often find that usually comments like that are left by men. And when I look at their profiles, just out of curiosity, they look like they lead a very sad life. And anybody that would take the time to leave that type of message on someone's social media account obviously is hurting. So I don't um, respond. I usually just delete or block. Um, and in the past, something like that may have bothered me. But today, it really holds no weight over me. Um, so, so that's one of the insecurities that I've had to overcome. And I did very easily. Um, another one is mistakes and living in the past and being able to let go and shed older versions of myself. Um, and so what I mean by that is, you know, who you are in your 20s and what you did in your 20s and your 30s and even in your 40s, you're going to change. You're going to evolve and you're going to have all these life experiences. And in some of these experiences, people are going to hurt you and you are going to hurt people. And you might hang on to this baggage and you might hang on to these experiences and you might let them dictate what you can and can't do. And I'm here to tell you that that's a huge mistake because life is full of mistakes 
and we will continue to make them as long as we are alive and well and breathing. And for me, the way that I'm able to push through that is obviously seeking forgiveness, um, having lots of moment of moments of prayer and really digging in and doing the hard work on myself to ask myself, you know, how did I end up in those situations? Why was I attracted to those situations? And how can I prevent that in the future? And this isn't easy work, y'all. Like taking the time to sit down with yourself alone in the dark by yourself is tough when you're trying to really dig in and figure out who you are and who you want to be. And fortunately, I have a very, very tight circle of friends who tell me the truth. Um, that's another thing. I think a lot of people like to surround themselves with yes people and cheerleaders, and I don't. I like to surround myself with people who are going to tell me the truth, even if it hurts. And sometimes it does hurt, but I would rather hear the truth and it hurt me in that moment um, than not hear the truth and want to stick to a script and a belief and a story that's just not true. So I would say if you're the type of person that is not moving forward in your life because there's something perhaps that you've done or that you can't let go of, or maybe there's some hurt or some pain that's holding you back, you got to take the steps to work through that so you can move forward because... Um, you're going to waste a lot of precious time hanging on to that baggage and not moving forward with the gifts that God gave you to make this world a better place. Okay. Um, and that was a tough one for me. And so the last one that I want to focus on, which I'm sure a lot of people feel or can relate to, and it's, feelings of unworthiness. And I don't know where this comes from because truthfully, like, you know, I was fortunate enough to be raised by two amazing parents who, you know, instilled in me all the things that you should instill in a child about their worth and their value. I think for me, um, as I got older and started making, you know, decisions in my personal life, um, a lot of that is where that came from, sort of like feelings of unworthiness. And so how does that play out in business? Well, sometimes I might feel like, oh, well, am I worthy of this opportunity? Or, you know, is this something that I should be even going after or approaching? Am I qualified? Does this, in, you know, listen, this people who have like the biggest, longest, most professional, you know, resume feel this way. It goes back to that sort of imposter syndrome. So it's not uncommon to have those feelings of unworthiness. But what has helped for me to push through that is I'm of the firm belief that if it scares me and if I am petrified of doing it, and if there is any inclination that I feel unworthy, like if my brain wants to go there with me, like that's not for you, you're not ready for that, then I absolutely fucking do it. Like that's the way I fight back. 
And it's almost like a battle in your in yourself, like this internal battle where you have one side of your brain that's like, do it, go for it, you're worthy. And then you've got the other side of your brain that's like, nope, not for you. You are not ready, girl. And, you know, I think I remember seeing this, this post somewhere and what I loved about it, it was like a wolf and and it was basically saying like, which side of the wolf are you going to feed? Like, are you going to feed that side of you that is encouraging and motivating you and telling you yes? Or are you going to feed and give energy to that other side of you that wants to sabotage you? And I've learned to like give energy to the side of me that tells me, Michelle, you can do this. You are worthy. You deserve this. You've earned this and accept it. <laughs> so um, it's never fun sharing insecurities uh, about yourself. These are very private things about myself that I just wouldn't ordinarily talk about because you know, I'm always of the fear that, you know, people like to take the sad or bad things about you and use it against you. Um, but I also believe that in sharing things about yourself that aren't so great or areas that you'd like to work on, you're helping the next woman or man in helping them see that if any of these characteristics fall within how you feel about yourself, that you can overcome it too. Um, and that life is so short and that you should not spend your time, you know, inside your brain trying to self-sabotage the wonderful things that you want to bring into this, into this universe. So I hope that this helps. I know it was a different type of podcast episode, but it's been on my mind and I wanted to share it because, um, yeah, I thought that it would be helpful. So I hope I didn't depress you. <laughs> and I hope that you uh, definitely are feeling like, you know what? I can relate to her even more because every single podcast episode, every single Instagram post, Every single Instagram live is not going to be me here telling you everything is great and everything is wonderful all the time. We all struggle. We all have our struggles. Um, so with that being said, what is new with Landlord and Stilettos? So let's see. Um, we are entering our first quarter of digital masterclasses with the Pinnacle Membership Group. And by digital, I mean we are focusing on online entrepreneurship. And so what's great is that if you are interested in building an online business, Pinnacle is the place for you. I had a talk today with one of my Pinnacle members and she was so sweet. She said to me, she said, Michelle, she says, what I love about this group is like, she's like, you're like a mind reader. She's like, I'm, she says, I was in my car one day and I was driving and I said to myself, I really need to write an ebook. And then lo and behold, I log into the Pinnacle Library and there's a whole like 60 to 90 minute class on how to write an ebook. Um, and then I spoke to another member and she's about to buy a property and she went through the three course property on 
you know, buying your first rental property. So there is no excuse that if you want to get started and you want to join a community and if you vibe with me, you definitely would vibe with Pinnacle. So if you're interested, just hit me up on Instagram or you can log on to my website, which is landlordinstilettos.com and click on Pinnacle and I'll answer any questions that you have. You can also check out the latest ebook, How to Not Suck at Being a Landlord. It's great for new landlords. I give you all the tips and games on how you can totally keep your sanity. And then last but not least, Thriving While Nine to Fiving, one of my favorite ebooks. Um, it's all about showing you nine viable income streams to be able to hustle and work and do outside of your nine to five. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. I'm literally like 500 downloads away from 10,000 downloads. So what I would love if I can get an ask, if you're still here, could you rate and subscribe? That would be wonderful. If you want to be a doll and leave me a comment and a review, that would really make my day. But even beyond above and beyond all of that. If you like this, if you could just share it with maybe three of your friends and spread the love, that would be like amazing for me. So thank you all for joining in to this podcast episode. I know it's a little bit different from what you've probably heard from me before. My energy level might be a little bit different, but it's always hard to share very personal things about yourself that you are actively working on um, you know, with people who, I mean, I know you guys support me and you're there for me, but, um, you know, when you're talking into a microphone and you're just sort of spilling out your <laughs> internal, <laughs> you know, drama, uh, it can be, it, it can be different. So this was different for me, but I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone and I'm trying to, um, show you guys all the sides of what I go through as you watch me go through this journey. So thank you for accompanying me on this journey. I really do appreciate you. Um, Check us out on Instagram, Landlord and Stilettos. YouTube channel is still loading. We'll be getting there. I just haven't had any time to make a video. Um, check out the Landlord and Stilettos YouTube page and obviously on your podcast. Thank you so very much. And um, I look forward to our next episode and time together. Stay, stay safe. Stay warm, at least here in Philadelphia, it's freezing and we've been having snow blizzards. So I'm hoping you have better weather, um, but stay safe and stay warm. And until next time, cheers.